0: Hello, everybody. It's Holger Müller here for another episode of SAP Coffee Corner with my partner in crime Martin Fischer. Hi, Martin. How's it going?
1: Uh, thanks. Hello, Holger. I'm I'm pretty good. And you?
0: I can't complain. We have unfortunately bad weather in California. It's raining. Well, that happens. That it's happens. raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's raining. Uh, it uh, isn't be that good news? to new normal but uh right now it's raining and i guess we need the rain there's a drought always going on here so yeah
1: that's what i uh just wanted to say isn't that good news if there is rain in in southern california so at least what i I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) but but still i don't like it that's not why i live here and pay the sunshine tax but hey we're not here to talk about the weather we're not here to talk about the german federal elections we talked about our favorite topic here we talk about sap and they had a major, major event uh, with their user group, right? There's always kind of like, I would always say like the second peak next to Sapphire, what's happening at DSRG, right? So what did you hear?
1: Uh, Yeah, um, there was a live. uh, That's how they call their annual conference uh, since it's a virtual one, or hopefully uh, it was the last time they called it like that. And we will have the annual conference, uh, the Jahreskongress, on site uh, in a physical event uh, back next year um or maybe even already the technology days in february that, that's that's what i'm hoping for because uh, i really felt that people are tired of virtual conferences um i don't know how it's for you so I, I expect yes. or I, I assume uh, visiting conferences is actually kind of a major part of your day job um, so but I, I really realized well,
0: I was last week I was for the first real conference in Las Vegas in September so normally that happens in January in normal year so I totally agree the live events then personal events are gone
1: um, yeah
0: I'm not sure when they're gonna come back right so in the US we see that some states which have been largely open like say Florida and Texas as the big ones, uh, people don't are not concerned about going to a live event, and those who have been more locked down, let's say New York and California, people are very concerned about going to a large event. So I think it's going to take a while to come back, and it all depends on. Well, we're talking about the virus. It all depends on the mutation speed of the virus, right? And how long we're protected by our vaccine. Sorry.
1: So, yeah, and in in Germany there are quite strict rules for uh, events in place. Uh, so, of yeah, I'm. I'm- Kind of, yeah, not not relaxed, but I, I hope at least that uh, that there will be ways to 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 uh, make that happen again. I, I always
0: I always monitor it with uh, our most second favorite thing in the world, which is soccer, right? And you see, like across Europe, how full are the stadiums, right? The so, uh, English stadiums are full, the German stadiums are, uh, and the Italian stadiums are like at fifty percent. The clubs are rallying for seventy five percent. So that's that's a big gathering, conference style, even bigger happening around sports events, right? But hey. DSAG, right, D-S-A-G. Um, interesting, they published their results together with uh, the North American um, ASAC uh, user group. So interesting to see that they are, surprisingly, have they ever been happy with SAP? Surprisingly, they're still not happy with SAP, right? <laughs> uh,
1: no. And um, yeah, they are, you, you mean the, um, um, the 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 questionnaire uh, they published or the results of the questionnaire re- regarding S4HANA? Uh, Quite quite an interesting one, uh, especially because, uh, as you said, they compared or they asked uh, German and uh, American customers. um, And uh, I I wasn't that surprised, but it's interesting to see in in numbers uh, that the cloud adoption is much higher in the U.S. And, uh, yeah, let's say... um, yeah the, the americans uh yeah don't see that much risks and and uh, don't hesitate that much in in moving uh, for saas uh, applications um not really surprising um but on the other hand uh, there's also in my perception a, a increase in cloud readiness uh, from a let's say mental point of view in in europe and in germany
0: Interesting. Um, uh, so I think it's changing too. It's getting better in Europe, but it was really interesting to see that overall the customer base uh, in, in the user groups is significantly more positive with, with SAP in the US than they are in America, because it includes Canada, than they are in uh, in Germany, right? Which is interesting, the traditional home turf. So I think SAP has to do some homework. Uh, interesting also that uh, customers said that they're happier with other. SaaS applications, and we know who the usual suspects are more than with SAP. And SAP has been in SaaS at least with the, the acquired sisters quite for a long time, right? So why, why a customer would be, say, less happy with uh, Ariba or SuccessFactors or uh, Fieldglass or Qualtrics, potentially, right, which could be the, the, the true SaaS experience compared to uh, Salesforce or whatever they might be using. That's quite interesting to see. Yeah, and a lot yeah of- but And
1: it was not only about uh, SaaS, it was also uh, about cloud in general. And uh, there, if they, if uh, I'm not really sure uh, how customer answered that question, Uh, but if you include BTP, I can imagine that there is um, a better experience with other uh, PaaS providers.
0: Uh, That's a great point, right? I mean, BTP being relatively new. Rebrand on the flip side like uh, NetViva precursors have been around there too and there's not so much platform capabilities there but yes if you compare it say uh, with Salesforce some um, that they've been doing uh, Salesforce One, Heroku, and whatever uh, since a long long time right? much longer. Or, and or
1: even I, I assume okay. that uh, the customers even compare IaaS um, providers um, to the SAP experience and then uh, I think um, what uh, AWS and uh, Azure is offering is uh, much more mature from the whole customer journey, yeah, from yeah. onboarding, but, but, but. from pricing stuff and flexibility. Sure.
0: Yeah. But I see those in a different category than uh, SaaS when I was at the uh, yeah, me, me too, but the
1: question was uh, not not uh, only targeted to to uh, SaaS. So.
0: Yeah. You have a question near and dear to my heart in in, in, in our yeah. prep script here. Like, what about HCM on-premise? What's that about?
1: <laughs> that uh, i mean uh that's a, a <laughs> big question mark for me uh, it was announced uh, i think two years ago at the annual conference uh, that they will offer um that solution because um in europe um I, I guess it applies at least for the german-speaking market in general so switzerland Austria and Germany, um, that, for example, public service is not allowed um, to, to put uh, HR data into a cloud or at least not uh, outside Europe or from an American or yeah, a not European provider. Um, and therefore, SAP announced two years ago that there will be an HR on-prem uh, successor of the, the old HR or old HCM. Um, but since then, you only hear that they are developing. So uh, yeah, it's,
0: it's 2020 or 2019, and SAP is announcing an on-premise solution. I saw it more also as a movement to facilitate upgrades to S4 at the time, right? So because of what was holding customers back um, not clarity on how payroll is going to run, not everything of HCM, SAP HCM is available in success factors and so on. Uh, so, so the things remaining of a traditional customer, ECC after they moved finance to, say, S4HANA to the cloud, purchasing to the cloud and so on, it basically have been manufacturing and and HCM, right? So I saw that also for the commercial customers as a well, way. right? Just run HCM on-premises, don't touch it. Move on with the rest. Declare victory for the cloud, right?
1: So that's what <laughs> Yeah, it's also a good uh, thing to convince um, the working council and the unions in in uh, Germany and in the German market um, about moving to the cloud. If you can say, okay, we'll yeah. keep the our HR data on prem. Sure, I sure, think...
0: but it, it, it was not like a pure pure German offering, right? This was a
1: no, of course
0: not product offering, which is a good thing, right? Because the same dilemma of upgrading, not upgrading, is there for for other SAP customers. No question. Yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So but yeah, that's um there was nothing said about it. So yep. <laughs> um and then staying I
0: mean, on HR right SAP acquired swoop talent. And interesting enough, we'll we'll hear some more announcements about that sooner on Success Connect. So uh I I have mixed feelings about this. I mean for nothing wrong with acquisition, small hire a part. Uh, but uh, on the positive side, I'm impressed how quickly the success factors team is leveraging new acquisitions. Right? They've been the the best ones of leveraging Qualtrics, even creating the category of HXM Human Experience Management. <laughs> so so good to see. And they're also very very fast at using Swoop Talent, which you'll hear the announcements in a few days. So on the flip side, it means hey, where is the vision, the long term roadmap? If it's so dominated by the latest acquisition that you're taking, right? So I see it. Uh, both positive, but also of concern, trying to balance things out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so in, in general, um, there were five days of conference. Um, so they split it. Uh, usually it's, I, I think, three days. Um, so um, they split it up a bit more um, uh, because it's, uh, yeah, it's better uh, to have it uh, like that in a virtual format, I think, uh, based on the experience they made last year. Um so there was were five keynotes notes also. Um so uh, of course the, the board of the DSHE uh did their keynotes and also uh, several board members of SAP, uh, Christian Klein on the on the first day. Mm. Yeah, there was not much content in it, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> so um yeah, it was about the digitalization and stuff like that. And uh German should move forward. And, and so n- 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 no surprising news, I think. Uh, each of us who, who lives here and um, sees the performance of our government and public service in, in uh, terms of adoption of uh, IT uh, knows that there is an issue and the pandemic showed that even more. Um, uh, he also stressed uh, the need for the transformation for for the whole um, yeah um, yeah economy and all the enterprises out there and that uh, SAP has of course the right solutions uh, stressing the the network uh, stuff um, they are developing on based on uh, of Riba and and stuff like that but no big news um, the second day there was uh, Thomas Sauerischik. Uh, who talked more about the sustainability solutions SAP is developing. And uh, there will be a new law in German... in German, it's a very long word. It's Lieferketten-Sorgfaltspflichtgesetz. So, oh, I love um, it.
0: Lieferketten-Sorgfaltspflichtgesetz. Hey, for the American yeah. audience, try to say that. Right? Compound <laughs> no so, German words. Okay, it's a supply chain due diligence care law, something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it. it It just says uh, you are responsible for what happens in your supply chain. So in in kind of uh, environmental stuff and also, um, um, yeah, working childs and stuff like that. And, um, they showed, um, an application where, where you can, uh, get visibility. Uh, within your supply chain if all suppliers um, are c- compliant uh, with that law. So based on blockchain, if I got it right. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, kind yeah. of classic,
0: a... Classic blockchain use case, yeah. and uh, Yeah, and a, a good one. Not... So that's a while, so it's good to see that um, uh, it made it to the announcement phase. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's uh, going to be... Uh, a tough task for all the companies uh, because as with gdpr um i think they have one and a half years now uh, it's depending on the size of the the company uh, to to be compliant or to get compliant and um yeah uh, i think there will be a big need uh, in this um yeah uh, uh part of the Applications and also, there's of course, um, environmental uh, health and safety from SAP, which uh, covers also some requirements in this area. That's
0: where elections have consequences, right? So, most likely, the Green Party is going to be in government, no matter if they go left or if they go right. Um, and that will mean more of a green agenda. So, typically, I would have said companies would get some respite on implementing the. Lieferketten-Sorgfaltspflicht-Gesetz, potentially, because it's not so easy, uh, certainly, but uh, they may not get that, right? So that might be pressure, that might play into SAP's hand that uh, there's another argument to upgrade, right? In general, I'm skeptical on the um, on the whole sustainability part, not, not sustainability itself, and that's a good thing, and it's a good thing for SAP to have. But in the post-pandemic world where companies struggle to figure out how to work, how to find supply, <laughs> to find the chips, literally, uh, that's a secondary thought. Now you might get some help from the legislative side to push on sustainability and so on. And that will play in SCP's hand. But um, I always jokingly say to Thomas, and he knows this, right? Um, uh, sustainability is going to win maybe a skirmish, maybe maybe a little little fight, <laughs> a little smallish battle, but not the upgrade battle. Right? So. The interesting thing is that inside of that, if they implemented that how they originally spoke about implementing it, it means there is the usage of uh, big data technologies and there's the association of every entry into a CP to have a carbon footprint example. And that is interesting for many, many administrative aspects, right? If you think about activity-based costing opportunity cost if you have that capability i think sap can make a much much bigger argument about what they can do with the addition of being able to have every transaction associated calculated uh financial cost footprint cost time and time needed for doing this uh to understand things let's not even talk about process mining which you can do out of that so super interesting yeah
1: yeah yeah we will see. So um, yep. it's also in, G- in Germany, at least, uh, maybe um, uh, yeah, there, there will be more need with the new government, if
0: we will see. Yeah, no, uh, elections, have, <laughs> elections have consequences. No question about that,
1: right? Yeah. Cool. Yep.
0: Uh, is it from the user groups or did we miss anything?
1: Yeah I, I mean in general, uh, one very positive thing uh, DSAG did uh, that they were not only focused on the SAP part of the customers' IT department, uh, there was a, a lot of content of, uh, especially uh, they tools um, keynote, On day three, don't remember exactly, uh, which was really focused on the transformation and the change management and and the cultural uh, part of the whole, yeah, IT transformation we are uh, in. Now, so moving to the cloud, uh, getting more agile, getting faster uh, to production, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that was very interesting. And it was not only focused on, on the uh, SAP products and, and portfolio. It was um, yeah really uh, focusing on, on the whole company or the whole IT department, uh, rather on the whole company.
0: I think that's a smart move from DSAG to be bigger than just, just the IT side. I think that that's a good thing. And I love the comparison with uh, OAUG. So, so, not OAUG. That's the Oracle Application User Group with uh, ASAC, with the application. America's SAP user group. Sorry for that. <laughs> Joe, you might be listening to this. Um, but but uh, it's great to see the comparison. It's great to see the adoption difference. And I think it should help uh, some of the cloud proponents in Germany in the enterprise say, look, if your US peers are doing this, you're competing within the markets, they get the agility from, from cloud based capabilities. What is holding you back here in Germany? So I think that's going to be that's a smart move.
1: Yeah and I I think uh they they add uh, just value for the members um that they get not only the information and the network uh, re- regarding the SAP stuff um with their yeah two years ago launched uh, SAP uh, DSH Academy they a- also offer a lot of um trainings uh which are also not only focused on on the products um some of them are but there are also courses uh about uh, the whole change, uh, cultural change, and and all that kind of stuff, and that's uh, a, a cool thing because I, I think, and that's something uh, I personally think SAP should uh, take a bit more care. Uh, we will come to another topic where I see uh, also have that concerns that SAP is a bit f- focusing too much on on their own. Uh, products and portfolio, and not um, seeing themselves as, uh, or I, I assume they see themselves, but uh, people or the customers don't recognize them as a the major player uh, in the in the IT departments anymore. Because, um, at least here in Germany, the times where uh, the the SAP shops um, are dominant um, is gone. So, also the big SAP customers are not only SAP only
0: customers That's anymore. That's true. Yeah, the next step has certainly changed, yeah. Yeah, well, interesting times. Uh, no, no wonder, uh, not total happiness by user group. User group would fail if they would say, hey, the vendor's great. <laughs> Everything's on dory." They yeah. would be nervous to their function, so that's fine. Uh, the integration topic, we get ugly head again, right? So a big topic of last year, and uh, this year very quiet, which I think is a little bit disappointing because uh, it was already acknowledged back then by Christian all the way from the top that, uh, it's it's a long term effort, goes multiple years, and uh, this year it's very very quiet around it. Right, so
1: uh, uh, it was part in in um, Jürgen Müller's uh, keynote, and he asked uh, what what we can do more. They say okay, we have um, accomplished ninety percent, I think, uh, of what we we planned. Um, uh, and uh, let's come back to that SAP only uh, part, the, which I just mentioned. Uh, yeah, of course, SAP is focusing and that's a good thing on the integration of their products uh, within each other uh, or to, to each other. Um, but to be very honest, that's something uh, customers expected from the beginning right. Right. <laughs> if they buy a software from the same vendor. It was just uh,
0: surprising to me that it has not been issues so much before, right? And to a yeah. certain point, Christian clients tour to talk to customers kind of like on that That's surprising to me that customers didn't make a like, like, whatever. To 2012, why is Ariba not better integrated? 2013, why is SuccessFactors not better integrated? <laughs> 2014, why is Field Plus not? What is the roadmap? It was never a topic, right? So it was interesting to see. And, and the background is, and that was, I think, the smart thing of McDermott saying, look, if you go to the other cloud companies, you have to deal about the integration too, right? Because, um, if you want to have cloud, you can have cloud from SAP, but the integration challenge will leave you alone or on your own, like you are with the competitors, right? So if some companies uh, took the bull and said, okay, it's better for me to have two SAP solutions and worry about integration. And ultimately it might be delivered. So we'll, we'll see what's coming there, right? So. Yeah, I think if Jürgen Muller asked the crowd to say, What do you want? Yeah, (laughs) of course, on the one side, but on the other side, there should be here day, year two two on the roadmap, year three on the roadmap, and here is a little wiggle room for you for customer input or user input, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um so um just two thoughts to that integration uh sorry from my side. I think um they, they did a good job on, on application level, I think. Um but if it comes down to the technical components, I think there's still a way to go uh to just to to have uh, components like Hana and uh, Analytics Cloud, for example, uh, to to make the integration more easy and more more smooth. Um, we we just struggled with that a, a few weeks back, uh, uh, having big issues to to do that. And uh, the the other thing is, um, as SAP is focusing on their uh, of the uh, on the integration uh, of their products, um, they miss a bit uh, the integration to third-party things. Um, there, things are not getting that easy. Um, of of course, that might be also a bit on purpose because um, maybe customers um, might buy uh, another SAP solution, but especially in the cloud uh, custom development, um, yeah, Ecospace, I don't see BTP as the platform to go right now. So at least here, um, many customers are either on Azure, the majority, I think, here in Germany, and the the others are on AWS and some on on Google Cloud Platform. Um, And there, um, it's sometimes still hard to, to get that integration part fixed.
0: Yeah, and I think they will not change, right? These are the three big clouds. SAP supports them. The question is, who's going to win the integration game, right? And as customers' portfolios, as you mentioned before, are getting more diverse. SAP is not everything anymore. Companies are also thinking, how good is my integration tool, right? And they're looking at uh, vendors like Informatica, WebMethods, MuleSoft on the on the Salesforce side, and so on. Even less cody likes like Workato and so on to help them with integration. So. The question is, am I going to rely on SAP for the overall integration, or am I going to rely on a third-party product to include the SAP integration? And both are not easy decisions because third-party products, of course, don't go as deep into SAP like SAP does. SAP, on the other side, doesn't go as deep into the third parties, right? So customers have really a pickle. Mm-hmm. I think BTP will always be set because SAP applications need BTP, run on BTP, so you have to deal with that if you have SAP, as you have to be fair with any enterprise application platform from of course any openers, right so so you 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 use oracle you use workday you use salesforce you deal with their proprietary or platform specific offerings so the enterprise application platforms as i call them in my market overview All right so yeah very good so between so us to maybe sap analytics right but you we have some observations to make
1: uh, yeah the analytics space in in general so um we are also. So my my employer is also active in in that uh, space, and we have many customers uh, who finally got that big data story uh, <laughs> and uh, and start to, or at least they think they they have to uh, do uh, something in that area, developing strategies or defining business cases or whatever. Um, some of them are. Very uh, in, in very early phases, uh, some others are already implementing some stuff. Um, and there I have the feeling uh, that SAP is not a topic of, at all with their big data offering. So they have the Data Warehouse Cloud, they have um, HANA Cloud, they have um, the data intelligence, um, but they are rarely part of the discussions we have right now with our customers um, and I even had a I talked to customers who, who said, "Oh, okay, I'm I'm an SAP Analytics guy, and um, I'm responsible for our BW and and all the the tool stack around and the technology stack, uh, but our business is only asking how can we get uh, the data which are in there uh, out into another uh, front end or up whatever tool, so either into a data lake or into um, another visualization reporting yeah, tool."
0: You're absolutely right, right? And this is the, the big trend in general where SAP missed the trend to big data. Husserl Blattner knew at the, the Norman Zephyrs so that I will ask him about what the big data strategy, which first he didn't like, and then he finally acknowledged came around, right? The announcements of Gary Katzenmeier. Um, so so it's the problem is that it's coming late, um, and that doesn't help from data foundation. But on the flip side, I mean, SAP for any of the northern scenarios, IoT. Uh, anything in in what they want to do with the network, right? This cannot be happening in HANA. This cannot be happening in traditional databases in the right way. So um, whatever SAP is doing with data warehouse, cloud, whatever they want to call it, their big data solution, that's going to be something you'll have to deal with, like it or not like it. And even if you only pump out the data to a third-party analytics solution, right? But it's a very similar challenge, like in the integration uh, side story, where customers know they live in a more diverse world. Um, SAP is not, has not come far enough long to say, oh, I'm going to dump all my third-party systems into the SAP Big Data solution. Right? That would be a nice position to be in for that. SAP should have uh, find their way to Big Data earlier, <laughs> like three, four years earlier to have a shot at this, because it's hard anyway for any winner to get third-party data into their system. Um, so now we're going to see what's going to happen. Most likely, enterprises are going to live with a more complex IT infrastructure, uh, which with SAP building, of course, to their big data solution, and uh, customers having to make their mind up uh, where they're going to put the data. So,
1: yeah, um, w- one thing um, I recognize that customers is that they are not even aware of uh, that SAP is offering uh, some stuff yeah. in that area. Um, that, yeah.
0: almost, uh, almost tragic, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's like they don't exist and that's, uh, really, uh, unbelievable. Some, even some, uh, SAP guys by heart on on the customer side. So they don't know about the data intelligence, uh, data warehouse cloud and uh, all that stuff. Um, yeah. And, and even, um, the, the HANA cloud, which has that, uh, data lake capabilities, which I learned that is a life live, um, yeah. Based on on um, no, side
0: unfortunate. <laughs> right, no, nothing is worse for customers, for enterprises, and the software provider. When you have built a capability, you're late with it, and you still don't have enough marketing and awareness. So, so hopefully, hopefully that's going to change soon. Because I strongly believe that um, modern business will will win with the capability to use big data, uh, because big data fuels, as we all know, machine learning and AI, and more data is better for that. So. Um, anybody who's behind on big data needs to hurry up, not for the purpose of big data. And there's all the stories about big data pools and lakes having having failed. Yes, they failed. You can say that because they're mostly run on-premises, right? So this is a great argument for SAP to move to the cloud because you cannot size uh, a big data project, right? So this is a funny experience I had, like, Many, many years ago at an AWS summit in Berlin where it was at a roundtable with German CIOs and said, oh, we're never going to put our customer... Data. I mean, it's 2014, 15. We're never going to put our customer data in the cloud. We're never going to put our HR data records in the cloud. We're never going to put our financials in the cloud. And then I asked them, okay, how are you going to do IoT? Are you going to go IoT on premise because Germany, IoT is very important. And they said, uh, yeah, well, IoT, we're going to do in the cloud. right? So, and Because you can't size it, right? And then my point to them was, well, but IoT about knowing the customer is useless, right? <laughs> what device are you connecting to, right? You just want to service the device, all of a sudden you have performance data of HR people, service technicians going to see that customer, right? So, so you, you cannot lift one thing and not do it all together. And the benefit of data, big data, is bringing it together data gravity. You can have a whole podcast about this. So I think that realization has to come and would be good for. Uh, German businesses and, and Europe in general, which is skeptical because cloud adoption has not been, frankly, so strong and has failed also largely companies in North America because they went down the Cloudera-Hortonworks route with the open source approach and, and premises of selling services. And it, it really has to be a software-based platform, which now running in the cloud in the specific incarnations of AWS, Google… And uh, Azure um, has exactly that, what it means. It's infinite, right? You don't have to worry about too much about what it costs you. Uh, you don't have to worry about which queries you run. You can just put all your data in there, and that's exactly what big data is. Sorry, went on the soapbox here a little bit.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, all good, all good. Um, yeah, I think um, sometimes SAP is uh, missing that they should also do some marketing without uh, outside of their SAP uh, bubble. So the, yeah. that... Uh... Yeah, uh, that's maybe that's changing with Miss right. with uh, with uh, Julia Weiss uh, White, White. Uh, yeah. right, right now. Um, so I think there there will be a change but in have you, have you
0: seen a change in Germany specifically from?
1: No, not really. So like, it's fun. It's funny. Um, um, other vendors are enterprise software vendors are doing radio and TV commercials here. For example, Workday and AWS, for example. Um, where I always, uh, or even success factors, I'm a bit surprised um, because I think the the target group must be very uh, small, uh, so... If if it's uh, it was this morning when I uh, drove my my uh, son to the kindergarten, uh, there was a uh, workday um, commercials on on the radio uh, just before eight, and I thought, okay, the target audience of uh, IT uh, decision makers might be very small.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, absolutely right. I have the same thoughts, but then on the flip side, when I speak to the vendors, not work specifically, it's all about the name recognition too.
1: Yeah, so if that, you're
0: that's a re- customer in Germany and you're a Workday employee you have to do your stuff there and say, oh, wow, they're advertising, right? So that's that's the main main benefit these days, right? This is also very interesting. We're going to do a segment on Constellation TV soon uh, with my colleague, Doug Henschen, about uh, uh, sports marketing, right? Sports marketing is dramatically up, right? You mentioned Workday, right? Workday is one of the, the track sponsors, right? Because they, they went from not having like little advertisements. You have like two, 300 meters, only one sponsor, right? So, so all of a sudden you see like for, for five or six seconds, you see only work day left and right, no other bridge and so on, right? So, um, yeah, so so interesting to see where where marketing dollars are spent this way. But yeah, I think it's time for Julia White to show some impact sooner than later. Um, I think there's a lot of behind the scenes working, which is important. And I, I like behind the scenes working because you have to clean things up before you just vast marketing out. On the flip side, SAP has not done good marketing, right? The marketing function has been traditionally weak. Apologies to all the CMOs, former CMOs of SAP who hear this, but they were not like uh, that outspoken and outbound from that stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I think we see his first effect of that, right? Because uh, Anush Kapoor, who was hired as a chief strategy officer two years ago or so, has already left again. So I can only guess, and interesting enough, he came from Cisco. So he's, he's North American as well, as as, as Julia White is. So it's interesting that um, they might not have gotten way too too well along, and uh, he saw uh, doing strategy and another strategy gets implemented. That's what I read between the lines here.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, interesting talk. Uh, let's, we, we covered all the topics I had on my list for today.
0: Yep. Anything no, to add
1: from your side?
0: <laughs> your list is exhaustive as always. <laughs> no, no question. <laughs> we just do it what the user groups are saying and doing and where their minds are and where the SCP base is from that perspective. Anybody who has not seen that, look at the reporting from that done by on both sides. Really interesting comparison. I uh, want to warn the American people, say, ah, it's the Europeans, they're behind, right? Uh, <laughs> this is not a not a one-year race snapshot. Plus, uh, keep in mind, Europeans tend to, and I'm a European, fill out surveys in a more negative way than Americans. <laughs> uh, so, um, so a grade of salt, not adjusted for that. So, I, I don't see that big of a difference, but there's significant difference in cloud adoption. And that's um, where the European listeners have to listen. So, you have to do something with the cloud adoption.
1: Yeah, for all the German-speaking listeners, I, I want to, to uh, yeah make a recommendation for a good read from DSAG. Um, they published a statement uh, to the uh, or about the cloud strategy of SAP, which is I don't know around twenty pages. Read uh, covers many many aspects of the whole cloud story and offering and uh, strategy, which customers might have. Um, yeah, must read in my opinion. Very good. So
0: Yeah, that's great. No, and I peeked for that too. It's very interesting. Absolutely must read. Great that you mentioned it. All right, last but not least, what's the training updates? Getting fall in oh. Europe?
1: yeah i uh restarted my running uh stuff again last week so um i've got the second sun uh, four months ago and after that uh, my nights were a bit uh, too short to go half past uh, uh five in the morning running so <laughs> um but uh i'm slowly coming back and uh, on the rare days i i go uh, to the office i use my bike so it's also 20 kilometers cycling uh, on that day so Usually, at, at least today, I use the car, to be honest, but I ha- had to transfer some, some stuff. So unsustainable,
0: <laughs> Martin. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. So unsustainable. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay. <laughs> it's it's all about the uh, um, yeah, the um, uh, Stimmung at home, the whole atmosphere whole, at home. Home atmosphere, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> the the other so cool. homework you have from working at home. Yeah. For yeah, me, it's yeah. a uh, I slacked, I was five weeks in Europe never been there so long, time to catch up first time since the pandemic didn't do much working out there, I started back here and uh, I have some for my volleyball playing times, I have some herniated discs and they acted up longer than usual for two weeks so I started biking again last week and want to start running this week and I uh, have my next bug problem, but tomorrow I see my chiropractor so I hope he's going to fix that and um, I'm going to be able to add things, And plus it's raining you don't want to go swimming yeah. <laughs> sw- swimming, in it doesn't matter you don't want to practice swimming then no 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 the pool is cold and right into the pool
1: (laughs) you must just swim faster I mean running in the rain is harder than swimming in the rain that's for sure
0: (laughs) yes I actually found running I only did one race was one of my marathons I did in in, in tons of rain and I didn't even have rain gear because it never happens I I was gambling the whole week ah the forecast can't change and then Friday I had to jungle to find to like drive all around I think I drove over 200 miles here in San Diego, different running shops to say, okay, I need running gear, right? Running gear. <laughs> Everybody said, oh, it doesn't matter. You're gonna get you're sweaty, you're wet anyway. But I found it actually quite, quite, quite nice. So I liked it. Um, wasn't super hard rain. It was very hard at the beginning. Uh, and then it got easier, and yeah, that's true. There's This whole saying that you read before and you can't believe you're wet anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah uh, uh,
1: <laughs> putting uh, rain clothes on during sports is uh, something I don't like, because you're, yeah. you're more, more wet from the, the inside than from the outside, then, and that's... I, even... I was
0: shocked, actually. Uh, of, uh, there's a Schlummer marathon, something in, Ma- in, in Mannheim, a half marathon, a friend ran the half marathon, and i went on to cheer with him with a bike and stopped and cheered and had water for him and so on. And it was bad weather. It was kind of – it was even sunny later, right? It was kind of like April weather in why May. And two-thirds of people didn't start because of the weather. Really? Yeah. I was thinking, like, what's going on? If I run a May marathon in Germany, I'm used to training in the rain. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, otherwise, right. So why would a bad race day weather, which is not sunny, throw me off? Like there were one third of participants. I was shocked. I don't know. Uh, well, I never had that.
1: Yeah. I did I did that also during rains so or even bike races and I had one one comp- competition once where also many participants uh, canceled. That was a night uh, cross country skiing race in Sweden and that was because okay. of the temperatures of minus 70 degrees Celsius oh, okay. so, yes, during that night right. and that that, uh, that was if, again uh, if you train at
0: minus 70 all the time right because you live I don't know where right then you're not going to be faced by minus 70. So what's a little rain Seven, seventeen.
1: Not, not 17, 17,
0: fine. 17, yeah. 17 is probably not so good. But if you train <laughs> in minus 17, then you're not going to say, fine, I'm worried about minus 17. So if you train for a marathon in the rain, why would you be worried? But, hey, we're digressing. We're making this way too long. We're way over our 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> mark. But we usual just get some of our sports updates here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you very much, Roger. Have a My good pleasure. day.
0: Good to speak to you, Martin. Stay, stay healthy. Great updating on ICP. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dun dun